to express yourself where teens talk and the world listens presented by star style productions as an international outreach program of be the star you are charity you'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters meet and chat with cool celebrities exhilarating experts and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know it's time to kick off the fun with our star teens welcome to express yourself You have been criticizing yourself for years and it hasn't worked. Try approving of yourself and see what happens. Louise Hay. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. From Cynthia Bryant, producer of Express Yourself and the Star Style Productions, we bring this program to the airwaves as an outreach service of Be The Star You Are charity, a top nonprofit honored by GuideStar and great nonprofits. I'm Dia Hituvali, and Be The Star You Are wants to thank everyone who has volunteered and supported BTSYA over the years. We are thrilled to be serving the world. If you'd like to help us celebrate being a top nonprofit with a donation, please visit www.btsya.org. Every dollar counts, and we will use the funds for our outreach program. Make sure to listen to Express Yourself wherever you listen to radio or music. iTunes, Amazon, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, and more. We broadcast from the Empowerment Channel on Voice America Radio, the largest radio network in the world. And I'm Nahal Gill. We have an amazing show planned for today, all about body image. In segment two, Dia will be explaining her thoughts on body image. In segment three, Dia and I will be reading a chapter from Cynthia's book called The Business of Show Business. Buy copies at www.cynthiabryan.com and click on Star Style Store. All proceeds and benefits will go to Be The Star You Are and this program of Express Yourself. Now I will start with my segment about body image. Am I too fat? Is my nose too big? Do I have big muscles? Have you ever noticed at times that you have asked yourselves these questions? Many people have concerns about their body image. These concerns often focus on weight, skin, hair, or the shape or size of a certain body part. However, body image does not only stem from what we see in the mirror. According to National Eating Disorder Association, a range of beliefs, experiences, and generalizations also contribute. Constant bombardment by media images can cause people to feel uncomfortable about their body, leading to distress and ill health. It can also affect work, social life, and other aspects of life. This article will look at positive and negative body image and provide some tips on how to improve body image. So, Tony Hall, what exactly does body image mean? Body image refers to a person's perceptions, beliefs, and attitude of their own body, and it's a complex emotional experience. Body image can relate to what a person believes about their appearance, how they feel about their body, height, weight, and shape, how they sense and control their body as they move, and a person's body image will range from positive or satisfaction with their body to negative or a dissatisfaction with their body. So what exactly is a positive body image? When a person has a positive body image, they understand that their sense of self-worth does not depend on their appearance. Having a positive body image can include accepting and appreciating the whole of one's body, including how it looks and what it can do. It can also include having a broad concept of beauty, having a body image that is stable, 
having inner positivity, and the body positive movement aims to help people manage the pressure that media messages impose on their body image. According to the Body Positive Organization, beauty is not a single image, but the active embodiment and celebration of the self. Research suggests that focusing on building self-confidence and a positive body image may help reduce obesity and achieve wider health goals. Oh, so now that I know what a positive body image is, what exactly does it mean to have a negative body image? A person with a negative body image, they may feel dissatisfied with their body and their appearance. The person may also compare themselves with others and feel inadequate when they are doing that. They can feel ashamed or embarrassed. They lack confidence. They feel uncomfortable and awkward in their own body. And they see parts of their body, such as their nose, in a distorted way. In some cases, having a negative body image can lead to the development of mental health issues, such as depression. A person may also pursue unnecessary surgery, unsafe weight loss habits, such as crash dieting, or an appropriate use of hormones to build muscles. There's a strong link between eating disorders and negative body image, according to the NEDA. Some people also develop BDD. A person with BDD sees a part of their body in a negative way. They may ask for a cosmetic surgery to correct their nose size. But for example, when everybody to everybody else, their nose appears normal. Oh, so what exactly causes this negative body image? The media can, peers, and family members, they can all influence a person's body image. They can encourage people, even from a young age, to believe that there's an ideal body. And the image is often an unnatural one. And the fashion industry also sets an unhealthy example when they employ underweight models to display on their products. So I was wondering, what are some ways to push the hate, such as negative body image, away? Some ways to push the hate away is if you're happy in your own body and feel good about yourself, there is no need to listen to what others say. They're just putting you down. But if you don't feel happy, you can also exercise and eat healthy and focus on stress release to push the hate away. Thank you so much for your segment. It was really interesting learning about all these different parts of what composes of a person's body image. And I feel it's a very important topic that people need to learn about. Unfortunately, we are out of time for today's segment. You can buy copies of this book, Be the Star You Are, 99 Gifts at www.starstylestore.net. I'm Dia Hituvali. Listeners, show your love for more segments by donating to Be the Star You Are, 501c3 Literacy Charity, that brings you this program at bethestarur.org. Stay with us as we continue our program focusing on body image. I'm Dia. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hello, and welcome back to Express Yourself. I'm Nahal Gill, and this show is all about body image. In this segment, Dia is so excited to t- be talking about how to overcome the insecurity you may feel about your body thanks to the toxic body standard. Dia, take it away. Thank you so much for having me. I'm Dia Hichivali, and this is my segment on body image. 
Your body image is essentially what you think and how you feel when you look in the mirror or when you picture yourself in your mind. This includes how you feel about your appearance, what you think of your body itself, such as your height and weight, or how you feel within your own skin. I personally have struggled with my body image a lot, especially during my freshman and sophomore year of high school, and this definitely took a peak during quarantine. I know this is something that has happened to a lot of my friends too, and in general, a lot of teenagers. During the pandemic itself, eating disorders and other body image-related issues have gotten even worse. The amount of calls to eating disorder hotlines have had an astounding 70 to 80% increase. Spending a lot of time on social media and comparing to yourself to an unrealistic standard can be extremely damaging. But social media is not the only source of young teens seeing unrealistic bodies. Even Disney princesses that girls and boys have watched growing up have incredibly unrealistic body types. Seeing all this at such a young age can be distressing and can unfortunately cause many people to associate their self-worth with how their body looks. It is really important that people realize that bodies are temporary and are constantly changing as people age. One thing that helped me feel more confident in my body was one video I watched a few months ago. It showed the ideal female body type throughout different time periods. As you may know, beauty standards are constantly changing. In 1920, the flappers were the ideal body type, with narrow hips and petite frames. This transitioned to the star-spangled girl in the 1940s. Because of World War II and all the wars going on, tall girls with military soldiers became the new beauty standard. In the 1980s, the standard was called the supermodel, with long legs and a athletic physique, and now an hourglass, an hourglass figure is considered the ideal body. Doesn't that long list of all those changes sound exhausting? Body types should not come in and out of style just like clothing does. Not to mention, thanks to Photoshop and social media, this high standard for women and men have grown worse in recent years. Another thing to mention is that I know I have focused a lot on women today, but it is important to know that men are also affected by these issues. After all, a quarter of the people with eating disorders are men. However, this video about these different ideal body types really helped me see that beauty standards are so fleeting and temporary, and every body type has been idealized at some point in time. And if everything has been idealized, this means that every type of body is beautiful. This may seem like a cliche, but the most beautiful feature someone can have is being confident with who they are. So, what exactly does it mean to have a good body image? It means that you not only accept your body's appearance, but you also appreciate all it does for you. It also means that you have a broad concept of beauty and knowing that beauty comes in different shapes and sizes. Oh, wow, that's great. So why is it important that we should have a good body image? It's really important to keep a good body image because it means you are less likely to fall into unhealthy eating habits. And it also means you have a healthier outlook on life and you respond to the needs of your body. It's a big factor in your self-esteem as well. Oh, wow, that's great. Now I know more about how good body image is. So if you have good body image, what are some tips for people that need to make themselves feel more body confident? That's a good question. One thing that can help are saying positive affirmations like, I love my body and all it does for me. Saying these types of positive affirmations can be quite helpful. Another tip is to set goals focusing on your health and fitness rather than just focus on losing weight or changing your appearance. That's really good. I know that during quarantine, I have maybe have become less body confident in myself. I, I would look at movies or videos of people that looked really great and buff, 
and muscular. And I was like, wow, I wish I can be like that. But now I realize that I love myself and my own body and I look great the way I am. So what is the body positive movement that has been going on? Uh, that's great, Nihal, about how you became a lot more self-confident. And that's actually what the body positive movement is all about. Its goal is to help people feel more confident in their body image. A quote from the Body Positive Organization says, Beauty is not a single image, but the active embodiment and celebration of the self. That is a really good quote. I really like that quote a lot, and I probably should be referring to that when I feel down or less confident about my body. So I've heard that body positivity movement encourages obesity and unhealthy lifestyles. Is that really true? Not at all. Um, body positivity actually means focusing less on the appearance of your body while still focusing on your health and your fitness. In addition, research has also shown that a positive body image helps people reach health goals and reduces obesity. Wow, that is really good. Thank you so much, Dia. I absolutely loved our conversation today. But unfortunately, we are out of time for this segment. You have been listening to Express Yourself. Please show your love for more segments by donating to the BTSYA 501c3 literacy charity that brings you this program at bethestarur.org. Keep listening in for more segment in segment three. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. listening to express yourself on the voice america kids channel where teens talk and the world listens express yourself is produced by star style productions llc as an international outreach program of be the star you are charity for more information about our show visit expressyourselfteenradio.com now back to our star teens hello and welcome back to express yourself I'm Dia Hichivali, and today's show is all about body image. We, Nihal and I both have a lot to talk about body image, and tune in for our discussion at the end of the segment. Hi, I'm Nihal Gill, and in this segment, Dia and I will be reading a chapter called The Gift of Rejection from Cynthia Bryan's book, The Business of Show Business. If you want to read this chapter from Cynthia Bryan's book, The Business of Show Business, available at starstylestore.net. Now I'll begin reading The Gift of Rejection. You're too tall, you're too short, you're too pretty, you're too ugly, you're too young, you're too old, your hair is too blonde, your hair isn't blonde enough, your eyes are too blue, your eyes need to be brown, you have had too much experience. You're not experienced enough. How many times over that past 26 years of my acting career have I heard these words? Rejection is one of the most unpleasant words in the dictionary. Refusals, repudiations, turndowns, rebuffs, renunciations, disapprovals, snubbing, dissing. Basically, people are shouting, I don't want you. You're not good enough. And what have I done with all that rejection? I've included it among my gifts for being the star you are. You're probably thinking I'm crazy to consider rejection a gift, but I can tell you from the first-hand experience that it is. From birth to death, we are going to be rejected thousands of times from one thing to another. It's a good idea to get used to it early on and make rejection our friend. 
When I was growing up, my parents instilled great confidence in me that I can do and be whatever I put my mind to. What I didn't realize was that other people were so busy, um, also putting their minds to similar things. This led to a lot of disappointment when I was runner-up instead of queen, or took second place in a talent contest, or third place for my jar of jam at the fair. But none of this compared with the rejection that actors must learn to accept. As an actor, every day means interviewing for one or more jobs. Sometimes weeks go by where every door is going to be slammed in our faces. Over the years, I have perfected the art of auditioning. I learned the script and prepared carefully. I dress for the part. I pump myself up, and I walk in that door knowing that I am a gift. Then I do my best audition I possibly can on that day. I leave the room and refuse to replay the interview in my head and go buy myself an ice cream to celebrate my achievement. If I get the job, it's icing on the cake. I'll celebrate again. I teach my acting students to realize that this isn't Cynthia the person who is being rejected. It is Cynthia the actor. As the actor, I probably am too tall, too short, too pretty, too ugly, too young, too old, too blonde, not blonde enough, too blue-eyed, too brown-eyed, too experienced, or too inexperienced. None of us can be right for every situation, every relationship, or every job. Most people are crushed by their first rejection. My daughter Heather told me her philosophy that rejection is a revolving door when it comes to relationships. The first time a boy expressed his undying devotion, she was shocked and uninterested. Therefore, she rejected him. A year later, she found herself in the same position, expressing her undying love for the same boy. This time, he said he was not interested. She was devastated, but after several discussions, she realized that sometimes rejection is all about timing. So her remedy was to give herself time to grieve and to get over her sadness at being rebuffed, then get on with her life. That is excellent advice for all of us. We won't get out of this world without experiencing rejection sooner or later. The secret is to embrace it and never give up. Rejection is a numbers game. For every no we get, we are closer to a yes, but only if we keep going, keep giving, and keep improving. When you're feeling down and out, it's hard to get up and keep going. But believe me, you can do it. Go for it and keep going for it. This is my favorite poem. I have it posted in my office and in my home. And I've included it in all the books I've written. The author is anonymous, but his or her legacy is a great defense against rejection and an aid for being the star you are. I suggest you copy it and post it in your home and office also. Don't quit. When things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when the funds are low and the debts are high and you want to smile but you have to cry, when care is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must but don't you quit. Life is queer with its twists and turns, as every one of us sometimes learns. And many a failure turns about. When he might have won, had he stuck it out. Don't give up, though the pace seems slow. You may exceed with another blow. Success is failure turned inside out. The silver tint of the clouds of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems so far. So stick to the fight when you're the hardest hit. It's when things seem worse that you must not quit. Success rarely comes on the first, second, third, or even fourth try. It may be the hundred. Keep trying and don't give up. Even when you are rejected unnecessarily, 
Consider each rejection as character building. You are a miracle of life and you can do it. Give yourself a break, but never quit because you are a star. I tell my acting students that an actor is really hot if he lands one job for every 36 auditions. Life is the same. You may have to date 35 duds, look at 35 prospective homes, apply for 35 jobs before hitting the jackpot. As hard as it is to say, try to see each no as tremendously positive because you are now that much closer to a yes. There is a yes around the corner. Embrace each no and exclaim, thank you, I am now that much closer to a yes. I personally really liked how this chapter offers a fresh perspective on the word rejection. It shows how rejection is often viewed negatively, when in reality, it is really bringing you one step closer to success. Personally, when I have faced rejection, I've often become very sad, but this chapter has really inspired me to look at it in a new light. What do you think of this chapter, Nihal? I think that this chapter is really great, and it has, same for me, also inspired me to look at rejection in a different way. Instead of saying, oh, well, I rejected, now I have to change this about myself, now I can look at it as motivation to be better, my, to better myself for the future. Yeah, I remember one time um, when I was in eighth grade and I got rejected from this high school that I really wanted to go to nearby. And it was such a dream for me to go there and they had such good opportunities, but I ended up getting rejected from there. But there's a quote that says, rejection is just redirection. So I ended up going to another high school where I made good friends and I made a lot of good memories. So in the end, I think it turned out okay. So that just goes to show that rejection is not really such a bad thing, but it can actually be quite a positive thing. Yes, something similar also like that happened to me. The sport I play is golf, and there was an invitational tournament to go to another state. And I didn't get invited to it, and I got rejected. But I took that as I took that as a motivation for me to play better, practice more, and practice harder so that next time that tournament or something like that comes around, I could be invited to it or I could play in it. That's actually really funny that you mentioned that because I also play golf. And um, when I just started when I was like a freshman, so I just like tried out just for fun, but I didn't make it. And I remember being so upset by that. I was just like really sad because I really wanted to be a part of the golf team at my school. But then I did it again the next year. I didn't give up and I like worked on it the summer before. And then I did make it on the team and I got a lot better at golf as well. So, yeah, it's a very similar story. Yeah, that's great. Golf is a great sport to play. And something else like this happened to a family member of mine. Um, he didn't get the choice of college that he wanted to. And instead of taking that as a downfall, and instead of that demotivating him, he ended up going to another college. And from there on, he and he's now has a great job. He makes a lot of money. And he took that rejection. First, he took that rejection as, oh, great. Now I won't be able to get the job I want. I won't be able to study the major I want. But as he looked at it in a different way or in a different light, he realized that I can still have the dream job that I want. And he got into a different college and he still he has the dream job that he wants right now, too. Wow, that's such an inspiring story. I I actually like know a lot of people like when applying to college, it can be super stressful and like sometimes you won't always make it into your dream school. I have a friend who is a freshman in college and she applied to the school that she really, really wanted to get into. It was her dream school for the longest time and she got waitlisted. But after um, a few months and it was actually like, very, very last minute, they offered her a spot and she took it. And that just goes to show that even though it may seem like you're rejected at that moment, 
an opportunity might come down for you right down the road. You just have to keep faithful and just keep persisting and never give up. Yeah, that's a great story, and that's really inspiring, too. I do know that rejection can also come in colleges and in sports, and it can even come in you admitting to your crush or something that you also like them. And that I know that my one of my friends, he he's really good at soccer, but when he first started soccer, he wanted to play for this club, I think it was, and... When he tried out for it the first year, he didn't make it. And everybody else has looked at it and everybody he realized that, oh, wow, these people are real, a lot better than I am. And he was, he was demotivated and he was kind of sad about it. And his dad told him to look at it in a different way. He said, now you should realize, look how good these people are and you should start playing harder, practice more and do the best that you can for the next year. And that next year, he ended up actually making the t uh, the club that he wanted, and now he plays. He's like the number one kid on our high school team, on the high school soccer team too. Oh wow, that's such an inspiring story to show how it can go from seeming like you're so far behind everyone else in some certain skill, and just a few, a bit of, I mean, a lot of hard work can actually get you to the place you want to be. I remember seeing this quote where it said. Six months of consistent hard work can put you five years ahead of someone in life, in any skill, basically. And that really, really stuck to me. And it showed, wow, six months is not really that much time when you think about it. But there's so many hours in a day. There's so many days in a week that if you do make time for it and you really are grinding and you're really like on the go and you're really going for what you want, those six months can improve so much and there's so much potential for growth even within a time span like six months. Yeah, yeah. I I always hear two people say that six months can make a really big difference, whether for anything, you'd be playing a sport, practicing an instrument, working out. I know that one of my friends, he he really wanted to get into working out, but he never had the motivation to do it until his he started going with the gym with his dad and he realized that in three months that he he was starting to notice a lot of changes on, about his body and about how he looked and he became a lot more confident and he became a lot more of a happier person overall. And it's true that even though six months or three months may not seem like a long time, but if you do it consistently and if you work hard consistently, it can make a really big difference. Yeah, that actually really similar thing happened to me at the beginning of quarantine. As I mentioned before, I had a lot of like body image issues. So I decided to start like working out and like eat a lot healthier. And I noticed that after like two months by May, I looked so different and I felt like so much better about myself. And I just like became a lot more of a happier person and more confident in my appearance. So I totally agree that if you just start just making a start and just like working towards it, sticking with it, obviously there'll be days when you don't feel like doing it. And honestly, that's okay, but just make sure to get right back on your goal the next day. And I feel like that, um, that journey of like me becoming a lot more active has made me like has given me like a lot more discipline in like all aspects of my life and made me like a more hardworking person. Yeah, I have a similar story to that too. In the beginning of quarantine or even before quarantine, I've always been a skinny guy and I used to think to myself, wow, I really want to get bigger and grow muscles and stuff. But I never really had the motivation to work out until... I started watching these videos to help myself get motivated more. And I realized that in like two months that I saw myself, I saw a lot of changes in myself. And that that's when I started to work out more consistently. And there has been a couple of days where I was like, oh, I don't feel like doing it today. But the next day or the day after that, I got back myself back on track and noticed how how helpful it is to be consistent and work hard. And I also try to help my friends too. And 
it's important, I think, that we should help our friends also have a bo positive body image, too. And we should always be honest with our friends, yet we shouldn't really put them down. We should tell them that, oh, I think you should do this more, or you should go on runs with me more. But we should never make them feel bad about the way they look and feel, make them feel badly towards themselves. I agree. I feel like so many of my friends, like I noticed in school that they would barely eat anything and would almost like starve themselves just because they wanted to like look good in summer or anything like that. And I feel like it's really easy to just get caught up with what everyone else is doing and just following what your friends are doing. But it's important to like help your friends and tell them that like you should be confident in the way you look and you look so good and just spreading like a lot of kindness towards them can really help and can help heal any insecurities they have with their body image and hopefully help fix any like bad habits that they have. Yeah, yeah, I've noticed that some kids in my school too that they don't eat a lot or they try to um, eat more and then they say, oh, I'm gonna go work out right after this and they push themselves too hard and they sometimes get hurt. And I think that, yeah, instead of them doing that, to that those kind of things to themselves, that we should support them and say, you look great the way you are and maybe change this about yourself or change this, but don't starve yourself or don't overwork yourself because it's not going to be beneficial to you. It's going to hurt you in the long run. Yeah, I feel like just... A bit of kindness towards someone can really help them a lot. Like sometimes all you need to hear is just like, oh, you're just beautiful the way you are or something like that. And just telling some like small word like that, not just to your friends, but just to even people that you don't know that you see are like struggling can really help them. And you never know. It could be like something that really changes the course of someone's life. And it could be something that they remember a lot. I I don't know who, who it is exactly, but I saw this like inspirational story about this person who wanted to like pursue an acting career and they were constantly turned down. But then one person saw them, they saw the potential in them and they reminded that person of their potential. And that's what kept that person inspired to keep going. So yeah, the moral of the story is just that people may not remember what you say, but they will remember how you make them feel. So it's important to make them feel empowered and make them feel good about themselves and who they are. Yeah, and I think that it's also really important to help, even if it's a stranger, and give them a compliment. Because one day I was watching this video where this guy did like a social experiment and he, would, he walked around in a town um, on like near restaurants and stuff and he just said to strangers oh I like your shirt or I like your dog or I like your car or I like your earrings or I like your hair and he realized that in the end that those people really appreciated it and even a small thing like a compliment can go make someone's day and it can even be as small as smiling at homeless people or other people and it can really help people feel good about themselves and feel oh this person is really nice they like this about me and it can even save a life too you can maybe somebody is struggling mentally and you say oh i really like this or you smile at them or maybe even give them a hug and that can really help that person feel better about themselves and feel more happy and can really make their day or even their week yeah, I actually watched like a very similar video to that. It was just like someone recording people at their high school's reaction after saying they're beautiful. And it was just really heartwarming to see how that just made everyone so much happier. I bet if they're having like a bad day, that just like made it a bit more bearable. And yeah, it totally just kind words and like kind actions have like so much power over other people. Um, I remember hearing this this really sad story about this man who who wrote in his journal like something like I'm gonna walk like who like I think he said in his head like I'm gonna walk towards the end of the bridge because I think he was like struggling a lot in life and he wanted to like end his life. So 
he said, I'm going to walk towards the bridge, but if anyone smiles at me before I, like, jump, then I'll, like, survive. Like, I won't jump off the bridge. So um, I feel like that really connects because it shows that if someone just smiled at him, that would have saved his life and that would have made him want to continue living. Yeah, I've also heard about that story and I think I've also seen a video on it too. And it, it just goes to show the even simple things as smiling towards others can really help the person if they're struggling, can make their day, Can he, like you said, it can really save a person's life. Like if somebody smiled to that man, it could have helped save his life and he wouldn't have jumped off. Yeah, there's like um, that saying that's like sticks and stones can break your bones, but words can never hurt you. But I actually disagree with that um, because words actually do have a lot of power for harm and for good. So it's always important to use that power of words for the better and like help other people. So a few tips for others on how to... um, have more body positivity towards themselves is to first I feel like one thing that I haven't covered yet is just like appreciating the beauty in others if you ever feel like insecure about the way you look maybe after seeing like a beautiful model or something just stop and like stop feeling like upset that you don't look like that or jealous or anything because that's just a negative that's just a negative feeling and that's not really going to help anything so um first it would be good just to take a step back and just appreciate all the beauty that's around you there's so many different types of beauty and I feel like just appreciating it on other people can help you lead you towards like a better body image um another tip is appreciating all that your body can do Every day, your body carries you closer to your dreams. So there's so many different things. I saw this quote once on Pinterest that said, like, you can, how can you ever feel bad about your body? Your, your hands have pet so many cute dogs. Your, your mouth has smiled so much. Your eyes have seen so much beautiful stuff. Um, and it was just like a super cute quote like that. So it's just remember important to celebrate everything your body can do for you like um running dancing breathing it has so many memories so yeah yeah that's some great tips another tip can also be keeping a top 10 list of things that you like about yourself and this doesn't have to include how much you weigh or what you look like it can be what you feel on the inside if you are some skills that you have or something that you've done that day or a sport you play, and you can add more things to the list as you become aware of more things that you like about yourself. And this can help make yourself feel more confident and positive about yourself because you realize I have these many skills, I can do this and I can do that, and it doesn't involve how much you weigh or what you look like either. Yeah, that's a really good tip, and it's something that is actually really helpful. Another thing you can do is just remind yourself that true beauty is not skin deep. It's always been said that beauty comes from within and it's a cliche, but it's so true. When you really just feel good about yourself and confident and you carry yourself with such a positive attitude and self-acceptance, that is really what makes someone beautiful and I can prove it to you because um, have you ever been in a room with someone who you feel like they don't really fit society's like definition of beauty but you're so drawn to them and like they're just so admired and well liked by everyone else and that's because they're just so confident and they're so sure of themselves of who they are and that truly is what makes someone beautiful it's it's actually just like a state of your mind. It's not a state of your body. Yeah, that's a great tip. And I agree that beauty is a state of a mind and beauty is state of mind and not a state of your body because beauty is what, on, is, what a, is what is on the inside of yourself. And another tip is you can look at yourself as a whole person. So instead of when you look at yourself in the mirror and 
Try not to focus on specific body parts. See yourself as the way others want to see you, as a whole person. Rather than going into mirror and focusing on, oh, my arm looks like this or my nose looks like that, take a step back and realize, look at the way I treat others. Am I being respectful? You're being nice. And look at yourself the way others want to see you too, as a whole person, as a nice person, a kind person, maybe even a funny person. That way it allows yourself to feel more confident in yourself and more happy about yourself because you're not focusing on one body part or a specific body part that you feel insecure about. Yeah, that's so true. It's so important that you have to remind yourselves that things that you might see as flaws are things that other people can like probably barely even notice because they're so busy just like looking at you as a whole person that they're not going to notice some like minor flaw and it's not even a flaw, but like something that you don't like about yourself. Another thing you can do is surround yourself with positive people because really the people that you surround yourself by are who you become. Um, there's like a fact that your six closest friends, you're an average of your six closest friends. So you're a combination of all the different traits and personalities. It just shows how much your friends influence who you are as a person. So it's really important to be around supportive people who really recognize the importance of liking yourself. Um, personally, like I've had a few friends who were kind of toxic and they'd like make like snarky comments about like my appearance or my other friends' appearances. And it's just important to like kind of cut those people out because if they're not gonna uplift you, then they're not really your friend. And it's so much better to go become friends with people who are actually trying to bring you up and who are like very positive and they feel good about themselves. So they'll help you feel good about yourself too. Yeah, I really agree with that. I agree that you should try to cut the negative people out of your life or the people that bring you down. And another great tip is to shut down those voices in your head that say that your body isn't right or that you're a bad person. And I admit that also that I have told myself or those voices have told me that, oh, you don't look like this. You're too skinny. And I tried shutting those out of my head and say that I can overpower this positive, overpower these negative thoughts with positive ones and say, I do look good and I feel confident and I feel great about myself. So instead of next time you start to tear yourself down or say, oh, why don't I look like this? Or why do I feel like this? Just build yourself back up with the quick, a few quick affirmations that work for you. Say, I'm skilled in this, or I'm nice, or I'm funny. And that can help, again, bring your body positivity up and make yourself feel more confident and overpower those negative thoughts and get those negative thoughts out of your head. That's so true. It's so important because those voices in your head, your inner your inner like self speaking to you has so much power. So by using their negative, um, the negative thoughts and turning them into positive, it can make such a big difference. Another tip is like wearing clothes that are comfortable and make you feel good about your body. So like personally, like before COVID, I was always like, I never wanted to draw a lot of attention to myself, like to my body. So I'd always dress like very basic, but I like have always like loved fashion and love like like loved and really admired people who dress well and I feel like now I actually have a lot more confidence to wear what I actually want to wear and not just what everyone else is wearing and I feel like just like wearing something that'll make you stand out actually can help bring build your confidence so much because you know that it's not what everyone else is wearing so it can help like build your confidence and make you feel more confident in yourself. Yeah, I really do agree with that, that wearing clothes that make you feel confident or you're comfortable wearing. And I don't think that really people should look at their peers or look at the way social media or the way the world now people are dressing. Instead, people should dress the way they want to and the way that they make themselves feel good. And another great tip is that become a critical viewer of social media and their messages. You can pay attention to the images, slogans, or attitudes that make you feel bad about yourself or your body. 
And you can protest these messages. You can do it by writing a letter to the advertiser or writing a comment about the image or the message. And this can help you realize that people, that you don't have to follow what the social norms are to be body positive and be confident about yourself. So instead, you should just realize that those are what society wants you to look like, but that's not the way you have to look like, and you can be positive about yourself and just the way you are. Yeah, that's so true. Um, I know that a lot of, like, industries are all, like, about, like, a lot of, like, cosmetic products and, like, plastic surgeons, they profit off of, like, making other people feel insecure because if they have, like, a world of people who are just confident in themselves, they wouldn't make any money. So that's, like, part of their job. So it's really important to protest against these messages. Um, another thing is to just do something nice for yourself. Like, something that, something that lets your body know that you appreciate it. So you can go take a bubble bath, make time for a nap. Or find a peaceful place outside to relax. Yeah, that's a great tip to do something nice for yourself. And the last tip that I have is that use the time and energy that you may have spent worrying about food, calories, and your weight to do something to help others. So instead of worrying about how much food you ate or how much calories you gained, Sometimes you can go to other people or strangers, as we stated before, and give them a compliment and make them feel positive about themselves and make them also feel good about themselves. And that can also make yourself feel good because you realize that you're doing a nice thing. Unfortunately, we are out of time for today's show. Thank you so much for listening to Super Smart Sundays here on Express Yourself. Please support Be The Star You Are and find information on our creative community, charity efforts, and outreach programs at bethestarur.org. Please consider a donation. You have been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. I'm Dia Hidjuvali. I'm Nahal. And as always, we express our gratitude to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be The Star You Are, and our Voice America Empowerment Crew, especially our voice engineer, Josh. And thanks to our guests from around the world, and a huge thank you to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. Maintain a body positive, positive body image, love your body, you are enough, and you are beautiful. Always remember to speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself go.